Welcome to the podcast of the Soul Pepper Saturday Cabaret. I'm Gregory Sinclair, the Warren and West Director of Audio Programs here at Soul Pepper. So no doubt you've heard of the great American songbook, featuring the works of Irving Berlin, the Gershwins, Jerome Kern, and many others. In this week's cabaret, Tom Allen and John Millard begin the process of compiling a songbook of lost Canadian songs, music you may know, but didn't know featured words, music, or both by Canadian songwriters. Here's Tom Allen. Um, hi, I'm Tom Allen. I'm delighted to be here. Thank, thank you for coming. And welcome to the um, Lost Book of Canadian Songs. The, the idea of this evening is that these are songs that you probably know and you may not know that they were created in some way along the way by a Canadian. So we're finding, we're reclaiming our song heritage. And I'll be joined in this effort by Suba Sankaran, John Millard, Anna Atkinson, and Mark Rainey. So we'll start with a, with a classic Canadian song, even though it was recorded in New York City and the Canadian songwriter was nowhere close to that environment at all at the time. Her name was Ruth Lowe. She worked as a song plugger in Toronto as a young musician. She got on with a touring, uh, an all song plugger, somebody that worked at a, a music store playing songs. This was the era before recorded music was widely available. If you wanted to sell your songs, you needed somebody to play them at the music store to show you how they went, and that's what she did. George Gershwin, lots of people did that. Um, so uh, Ruth Lowe worked in a, as a song plugger in Toronto, and then she got a job in a touring all-female ensemble, a big band of sorts. And later, uh, she met a man that she fell completely in love with. His name was Harold Cohen, and they were married. And then just a year into that marriage, he died very suddenly uh, from a, a sort of a freak accident in surgery. He was having a routine uh, surgical operation and died of kidney failure. And she was, as you can imagine, completely bereft. And she moved, she quit the touring band. She went back home to her parents' place, an apartment overlooking Christie Pitts, and grieved. And in that process, wrote a song about how much she missed this beloved husband. Now, as it happened, it was the beginning of World War II, and songs about being apart from your loved one had currency. So when Tommy Dorsey came through town that summer, um, one, of the, one of her former touring friends knew somebody in the band that sang in the vocal quartet, the Pied Pipers, and gave Tommy Dorsey the song. And uh, he kind of liked it. He gave it to the new singer they had, the skinny kid, weird skinny kid. He was so full of himself. He really thought he was a great singer, even though the band wasn't really sure what to make of him. When, when Tommy Dorsey introduced this new singer to the drummer in the band, who was Buddy Rich, he said, here, meet another pain in the ass. <laughs> well, that was Frank Sinatra. And this song, I'll Never Smile Again, was not only Frank Sinatra's first number one hit, it was the first ever number one hit on the Billboard charts. It was recorded in April of 1940. And it spent 20, let me see now, sorry, not 20. Um, it, it spent many, many weeks uh, on the number one spot and it uh, paved the way for the rest of Francis Albert Sinatra's career. So Ruth Lowe's I'll Never Smile Again.
what good would it do for tears would fill my eyes my heart would realize that all romance was Sankaran and that action. All right, this one's by Hank Snow, who was born in Liverpool, Nova Scotia. Family of uh, six kids, very poor family. His parents separated when he was just eight years old. He went to live with his paternal grandmother who beat him every time he mentioned his mother. So not surprisingly, he ran away and he ended up getting work on a schooner. He was a cabin boy on a fishing schooner. Can you imagine? This is the 20th century. And uh, he collected cod tongues off the deck and sold them and got, with that money, bought himself 
a guitar from the Eden's catalog, and the rest is pretty much history. He left, uh, eventually got a, a show on the CBC, actually, and toured around Canada, but pretty soon after, he moved to Nashville and dressed as the Star-Spangled Banner for the rest of his life. He pretty much denied Canada in any kind of iconography, but he sold a whole lot of records. This song came to him in the 1949. He was touring as he spent most of his life touring in the backseat of the car. Wrote a song about traveling. And it was so popular, it was number one for 26 consecutive weeks. It's one of the few songs that have been recorded by a huge number of people, including such diverse artists as Elvis Presley, Led Zeppelin, Emmylou Harris, The Rolling Stones, Ray Charles, and Ashley McIsaac. Here's Hank Snow's Moving On. That big old wheeler going down the track means your true loving mama ain't coming back cause I'm moving on. I'll soon be gone. You were flying too high for my little old sky and I'm moving on. That big loud whistle as it blew and blew and sing alone in the south and we're coming to you. We're moving on. I'll hear my song. You had to laugh on me and I set you free and I'm moving on. Such a fireman, won't you please listen to me? Cause I got a pretty baby in Tennessee. Maybe moving on. Keep rolling on. So shovel the cold, that's a rattling road. Keep me moving on. This one now is by Bob Nolan, was born in Winnipeg, moved to New Brunswick as a boy and as a young man ended up moving to California and being a founding member of the band known as the Sons of the Pioneers, author of many great cowboy songs, including this one.
songs were collectively written by the band, the group that started from Southwest Ontario with an organist who cut his teeth playing in a funeral parlor that was, 
Garth. I actually talked to somebody once who went, who grew up in London, Ontario, and saw Garth Hudson playing as a teenager in the, in the organ loft of the funeral parlor. He said it was a disturbing sight. And Rick Danko. And Richard Manuel. And the man who got the credit for it, and who is a brilliant musician, Robbie Robertson. song, Alex Kramer, was born in 1903 in Montreal. Um, he began 
his career as a musician at 17. He was a pianist working for a movie house, which was pretty common in the silent film era. There'd be a local person playing and improvising along with movies, and that's what he did. Uh, he studied at the McGill Conservatory of Music, as it was then called, and went to Paris and, and uh, finally New York in 1938, and that's where he got work as a band leader and as a vocal coach. And one of his students, he had many students, one of his students was Joan Whitney, who fell in love with him and he with her. They married and became one of the most successful songwriting teams in Canadian history. They wrote somewhere in the vicinity of 180 songs together, and a couple of them were giant hits. So we have two of them for you now, starting with this from 1946, which was based on a very old joke that had been around for decades on the vaudeville circuit. I think you'll know what the joke is just by the just by the story that Suba tells us so well. This is, ain't nobody here but us chickens. One night, Farmer Brown was taking the airs, locked up the barnyard with the greatest of care. Down in the hen house, something stirred. When he shouted, who's there? This is what he heard. Chickens, 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 chickens. Chickens, 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 chickens. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. There ain't nobody here at all. So calm yourselves and stop that fuss. There ain't nobody here but us. We chickens trying to sleep. And you butt in and hobble, 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 hobble with your chin. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. No, there ain't nobody here at all. Shaking the ground, you're kicking up an awful dust. We're chickens trying to sleep, and you butt in and hobble, 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 hobble with your chin. Tomorrow is a busy day. We got things to do, we got eggs to lay, ground to dig, and worms to scratch. It takes a lot of setting, getting chicks to hatch. There ain't nobody here but us chickens. No, there ain't nobody here at all. So quiet yourself and stop that fuss. There ain't nobody here but
There's another, another one from the team, the married songwriting team of Alex Kramer and jo Joan Whitney from 1946. It was a bit of a surprise hit for Manhattan Transfer in 1974. Some say that love is sweet
my complete heart I got a sweet tooth for my sweet heart It's gonna be just The day I take my candy And make her mine Oh, my Canadian. You couldn't tell though because he never appeared anywhere in the vicinity of this song. Instead of Andy Kim, you saw a red-headed freckled kid who was never anything more than two-dimensional. Written in 1969, 1969, the year of Woodstock and Easy Rider, Sugar Sugar was an enormous hit for the Archies and Andy Kim, record of the year, eventually selling 13 million copies worldwide. And Canadian. The sugar. said, I can't believe I'm doing this. <laughs> John, especially. <laughs> but you nailed it. You're a natural Archie. 
hurt you. We, all, we also, John and I, realized that we both really hated Reggie. Yeah. Reggie. Such a jerk. Reggie. What was with yeah. Reggie? We were watching, we were watching the video of, of Archie uh, playing in the band and the ladies dancing like that funny dance. And then Reggie comes along playing the guitar and Tom goes, I hate Reggie. I just hate him. <laughs> I still hate him. <laughs> All right. So this one, which you will know, no doubt. You may not know it was written by a Canadian. His name was Dennis Edmonton. And I'd be very surprised if you knew him by the name Dennis Edmonton. Um, this song went on to be a giant, giant hit, uh, especially because it was taken up by Dennis Hopper as one of the themes in the revolutionary era movie Easy Rider. Um, but if Dennis Edmonton doesn't ring any bells, perhaps his stage name in the band Steppenwolf will, and that name was Mars Bonfire. Get your motor running. for adventure and whatever comes my way yeah darling go to make it happen take the world in a love embrace fire all your guns at once and explode into space I like smoking lightning thunder, thunder Racing with the wind, I'm feeling that I'm under. Yeah, darling, go make it happen. Take the world in a loving embrace. Fire all your guns at once and explode in the space. And like a true nature's child, we were born, born to be wild. We can fly.
Luca Sankaran, John Millard, Paul Mallard, and Atkinson, Mark Green. Thank you very much. You've been listening to The Lost Canadian Songbook, this week's Soul Pepper Saturday Cabaret Podcast. Remember, every Saturday night here at the Young Centre, there's a brand new performance featuring some of this country's best vocalists, musicians, singer-songwriters, and composers. Visit soulpepper.ca and click on Music at Soul Pepper for all the details. Music programming at Soul Pepper is made possible thanks to a generous multi-year gift from the Slate family. And our podcasts, concerts, and show recordings are thanks to the support of Richard Wernham and Julia West. I'm Gregory Sinclair. Thank you for listening.